Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 150 for the week of February 4th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yo, what's up, man? Not much. I don't know what that pop was. I know, it was weird. That was weird. <laughs> what's going on, man? Chilling, man. I, I went on like a, a Marie Kondo-esque journey. Oh, uh, but not really. Like, I just kind of did my own spin, and I was like, "Those are good ideas." I probably should get rid of a lot of shit. Tied up. So I like, up. I didn't thank my clothes or anything. I just got rid of it. Like a lot of stuff that I just wasn't wearing. Mm. I was just like, "Yo, let me clear up some space." I oh, donated yeah. uh, uh, pretty much all of it. Doesn't it feel stuff so for like the underwears and shit? Yeah, obviously. like I had underwears with the elastic all bent out yeah. of the shape. I got some of those. I was like, damn, yo, this is college day underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yo, dudes, we be yo. Buy, buy new underwear, y'all. For real. Buy new and treat yourself, please. It's don't, like don't thirty dollars a pack. Like, relax. Yeah, and don't do it because you're like, oh, I have a hot date. Just like do it because you know. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat yourself. You, Take you, care you of deserve yourself. elastic that squeezes you a little bit. Yeah. All, also, hey, if there are any underwear sponsors, yo, hit us up. <clears throat> <laughs> no yeah that that's true though I, I think it's i think it's good to like take stock of your stuff and and just organize shit because you forget over the years you're like damn i got mad stuff man yeah so i like went through my whole closet and like my closet's all it's big as hell i was like holy shit yeah i threw out co- coats that i'd never wear like yeah even today i was looking around i was like i don't need half this shit yeah man. Just i shouldn't rid- say throw out i gave it away donate yeah donate it yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah also uh shout out to puxatawney p yeah for uh, bringing this glorious weather back to he, us, he's not a liar. Not a liar. Not a liar. He never, saw, never lost. He saw a shadow, or he didn't see a shadow. He didn't. He did not see a shadow. Okay, yeah. So that means that you know it's going to be a beautiful day, just like it is right now. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's like fifty degrees. Tuesday's supposed to be like almost sixty or something like that. Oof. And Oof. man, if you do, if you didn't believe in climate change before, hey, don't start now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what other kind of signs you need. But, it's uh, 51 degrees right now. It's uh, beautiful. You know, it's, yeah, the other night actually, um, we went to also, also we went to the Playcrafting uh, the Bit Awards. Oh yeah, was on yeah. Friday night. It was really nice. It was at Parsons. I want to say I, I think I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, it's a little below 14. I think it's like on 12 or something like that. Um, it was like in their auditorium. It was super nice. Shout out to Dan and the team at Playcrafting. Yeah, for sure. Had a really really good time. It's like, definitely like a uh, it's still like a grassroots thing, but it, the production value was pretty amazing. Like the uh, the voice actor for Sandra uh, for Sombra, I'm forgetting her name. I'm from a terrible person from Overwatch. Uh, she was the uh, the host of the event. That's pretty cool. She was super super dope. She was she was very like charismatic. Uh, I'm looking this up right now, but she was. Uh, it was cool. Like, you know, they, they awarded, um, oh, Carolina Ravasa. That's her name. Super, super nice. She was very, very charismatic and charming. Um, but yeah, they, they had, uh, they, they gave awards out to like, you know, games that had showcased their stuff at, at previous playcrafting mm-hmm. events. And, um, it was really cool, man. It was, it was like a really, really nice time. Um, I think in the future, I think it's open to the public. If you ever get a chance, I would say check it out. It gets bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, so I mean, the cool. Playcraft and stuff, they, they're they always doing new things. And just cool to, like, see them kind of, like, even more so, like, pay uh, homage to those people who are putting in that work. Yeah. You know, like, that, that's yeah, pretty cool to give awards out to, like, people that are really, like, trying to, you know, make games and make it, make this culture, especially on the East Coast. Yeah, that's like pretty important to have that stuff. Yeah, usually, sure. I mean, that stuff takes places like NYU. They do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but playcrafting is really dope. If you're ever around when they have an event, I would highly suggest going by. Yeah, buy a ticket. Like it's worth it. They're um, they're they announced the 
Play NYC event. It should be coming. It, up it's too. happening in August. So they had like a trailer for it and stuff. It was. Uh, if you get a chance, I, it's it's wild. It's like it's always a fun time. Three or four floors full of like indie games, and you can talk to the developers like right there. Um, it's cool if you ever want to get get a chance to see like what people are working on, yeah, especially they got locally. Swag and shit. Get, get yourself a Mountain Dew or something. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really really cool. But uh, besides that, um, it's been it's been nice. Slowly starting to see the sun go down. A little later on in the day is nice. Like leaving work and being like, "Wow, the sun, the is, sun still is still out." out yeah, Forgot or like, like you know, going to work and it's like it's still dark out, which is nice. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. But um, other than that, uh, we can just jump right into what we've been playing this week. I've been digging back into some old oldies, at least for me. Yeah, uh, getting back into AC Odyssey because I'd never finished that, and I wanted to kind of like just something I could just chill with on the couch. And also want to sort of see the, the DLC stuff mm-hmm. um, on my end, especially because I'm playing as Alexios. Uh, just curious, but that game's still great. It still looks beautiful in 4K uh, on my big TV. Um, been playing Battlefield Five on my PC uh, mostly because I, you know, the Lightning Strike uh, content continues to get rolled out. And there's my cat running past the mics, and uh, um, it's pretty cool. They have like, like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, they have Squad Conquest now, which is like basically like a tinier version of Conquest, more action action packed. And uh, just trying to like keep up with all the new stuff. There's like a you know there's like the, the tank levels that now have walls along the, the the middle of the map, so there's more cover for infantry. Before it used to be sort of like too open. How, how many vehicles are like they uh, doing? I forgot. I've only played it like once or twice. It's, it's, it's kind of not my thing. Yeah. But um, I, I tend to stick with conquest and regular like whatever rush is called now. I forget what it's called, but it's called something else. Do you think this is like a, a play for them to kind of make it more see where? If they can get into that competitive space, I know uh, Battlefield's kind of been toting the line between like, oh, is this going to be just a casual game? Is yeah. this going to be for everybody, or is this going to? Are we going to jump into that? You know, you know that uh, Rainbow Six lane, or yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think like it has potential, but I don't think it's there. I, yeah. I think, I think, I mean, personally speaking, I, 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 I don't ever go into a. And again, this is just a personal take, but. I don't ever go into a Battlefield game like the same way I used to go into like Overwatch where yeah. I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to strategize. It's just like free for all type thing. But I, I feel like, you know, I, I think that used to be kind of a core aspect yeah. of the series. Like, I don't remember when the Switch happened. I guess it may be four or maybe three. Maybe even. three, yeah. Maybe three was when the Switch kind of happened where it was like, oh, this can be a blockbuster game that everybody should play. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it It's pretty, pretty fascinating. Um, in addition to Battlefield Five, I've also been playing uh, more Resident Evil Two. Oh yeah, I know you've yeah. you been playing that too. Yeah, pretty much uh, nonstop. Yeah, you've been playing it. I think more thoroughly than I have, just because like I've been playing it on and off, like going back to it in between a, a skew of other games. Mm-hmm. But um, I finished Claire's second run last night, mm-hmm. and I'm, I probably finished it at around like four to five hours. That's mark. really good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely much more streamlined too. Like it gets you out of the police station way quicker, um, and into like the sewer area, and then there obviously the diverges. It's just that you have to. She gets a key that makes it a little bit easier to get one particular item quicker. So I'm I'm curious. Is it different than? Because I I don't know the comparison. Like I should have played. So, so the only well, actually no, differences are the bosses, the mid bosses, yeah. and the final bosses. So, like, and then the items that you get. So, like, you know, the interrogation room in the basement of the police chief's, like, area. Like, you can, Leon will get the spade key. She will get the heart key. 
So depending on what you get, you still yeah. can get in those rooms, but she will get the jump scare for the liquor. He <sighs> won't. That's such a yeah pain in the ass. I jump mean, scare. I I knew it was coming, and <laughs> yeah, it still scared the shit out <laughs> me of me. Too, yeah. I was like, I remember this from the the first game, and yeah. so. Uh, yeah, finish, finish what you're gonna. Oh say. Yeah, no, yeah, so yeah, this this Claire's second run is actually a lot of fun. Um, it 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 felt like she's definitely, in my opinion, way more of like a badass than Leon is because like she does things that are like way more heroic. And it's also like she didn't have to do any of that. She didn't have to do any of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. found out the information she needed. She could have dipped. She could have left. But um, I'm like peace out, Sherry Birkin. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, little kid. <laughs> uh, no, but it's actually it was it was a really good time. Uh, the puzzle stuff was really fun. It was definitely less frustrating. My I guess my second playthrough because mm-hmm. I've been used to the controls and whatever at that up and I guess by that point but yeah. um yeah I had a really good time with it I, the the uh the story was still engaging despite having to do a lot of the same the sort of same, same stuff beats, like yeah. um it's definitely like a remixed version of what you've already played yeah for sure. um but it does, doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing I think it's like what what I, what you already have played is solid enough to sort of stand on its own that you know, I don't mind doing it again um and some of the puzzles and the locks remain the same so if you somehow remember one or two of them you can get by with that with that information and get like an extra hit pouch or whatever yeah but uh it's good man this game's really good oh and then i unlocked the uh the fourth survivor like hunk uh yeah hunk and he's just like the swat team dude and you have to it's basically just like a, a a very linear single path survival run so you have to start from a get to b and you win and I know I see I only know this because I see, I saw the uh, the tofu version uh, like I think Gamespot uploaded a video mm-hmm. of it and I watched like a a, play, a, a successful playthrough, and um, for hunk at least they give you a bunch of like uh, like met they give you like herbs like mixed herbs they give you a, a few knives some some grenades they give you enough to like get by if you get caught every once in a while because the main idea is to sort of avoid as much as possible. Right. Every once in a while you have no choice but to shoot something or whatever, but for the most part you just want to like. Just avoid sidesteps, swing, you know, get past the the, the mess, and um, the tofu one is hilarious too because like the more he gets damaged, the more the tofu strips away from his like chunk. Which is I really hate funny. that there's a high res, <laughs> oh high God. definition version of a turtle tofu. You yeah, see him glistening. And yeah, shit. it's kind of gross because like I usually never eat tofu in that state. You know, it's usually obviously cooked, so it's weird to see him like blubbery and shit, just like moving around. Um, no, but it's actually really fun. <clears throat> I I tried it once and then I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. Like, I'm not that kind of I'm not that kind of gamer. <laughs> uh, but I, I like once I finished her second playthrough, I was like, all right, cool. I think I'm good. I think I'm good for, at least for now in the interim. Yeah. Like I I can sort of move on. I, like I've gotten my my fair share of. So the apparently RG2. they're gonna do a um uh, another DLC uh, this month uh, where I guess it's like the survivors. Well, the not survivors. Right. The SWAT team, <laughs> Hunk's SWAT team. Hunk is like a character who is known as like uh, Dr. Death or Mr. Death or something like mm. that because he always gets out of, he escapes trouble. That's when so cool. He's always like the last one to survive. So they use him. He's an umbrella guy. So uh. they use him as like the leader of the, the crews. Um, but yeah, I'm, I had a ton of fun. Like, so since the last time we played, like I finished uh, Claire's uh, scenario one, uh, scenario A, and I just loved it. I nice. finished around like eight hours. Uh, I got like a... I got a C rating. Okay. Um, so I was like, same. I think I could clean that up a bit. So like I, what I did was I, I wrote a, like the puzzles down. Oh, like, nice. Yeah. So <coughs> I just want to show you my notebook cause it's, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. find it really cool. Um, you can look through that. Uh, so I wrote down puzzles cause like the scenario, <laughs> nice. they don't change between scenario A and scenario A for Leon. Mm. Um, they just obscure the, the puzzle. Yeah. Like <laughs> they, they just like, uh, <laughs> these are uh, so good. 
yeah so i'm like i was just like let me write down a bunch of shit and uh that was it but that's awesome yeah so like i'm gonna do that again when i go to the scenario um bees yeah um but yeah this game does a lot of cool shit because like it definitely plays on the fact that like they hoping that you it's for new players but it's also for the people who have played this before and they're like uh we're gonna remix some shit yeah and like you know take away the scares that you're expecting and then also keep them where you're where you think that we're gonna remix them because like right you know in the beginning you're like oh there's gonna be a liquor here doesn't show up no it's mr x yeah <laughs> and then like when you go into the interrogation room like you get that that one scare where you know the the infamous scare where it jumps to the window um and that shit is still scary every oh. time and then like i was playing as leon and there's this one hallway where like i i don't know if it like works for everybody because i've seen some playthroughs where it it didn't he didn't pop out but like if mr x is chasing you it's, it's around that sequence when you're just running around you know running from him um he jumps out like when you're coming out of the interrogation room that hallway he breaks through the wall like yeah, mr kool-aid yeah, yeah. man did that happen for no you? it, it happened for me, me and it's scared i threw my controller <laughs> Like it was so scary. Um, I don't. I wonder what what it takes to trigger that because it didn't work for me. I think he has to be in the area. Okay. So like either like he's above like in that little hallway, um, like in the staircase, or like um, on the opposite side where the actual um, poli- like where you first start off in the police station. Huh. Um. So I think he has to be in that area, so you can kind of hear him and stuff. Um. But yeah, I I, I do agree with you. Like the um. Claire stuff is a little bit more forgiving in the fact that like that Mr. X sequence is very short. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I mean, I mean that's the whole point. Like he's supposed to be like chasing after Chris because he knows all this information. Um, but it, it's just it's just phenomenal, man. Like that game keeps my heart rate pumping. Oh God, it's really fun. So Never I, has a game made my hands sweat so much than Resident <laughs> Evil Two. Yeah, I thought I thought I wasn't afraid of Mr. X, but it's like every time like I see him, I'm like shit, I gotta like be you know. Um, precise and know exactly what I'm, i need to do yeah. just to get it done you, you know what helps me get through it is every time i see him i go oh hey buddy how's it going man i just like talk to him while i'm running around <laughs> yeah i was like behind a table just like, like r- ring around the rosy like, which way are we going which yeah. way are we doing this um uh, but there, have you seen this mod I, I linked it in the in the show notes but someone uh f- put fixed camera angles in the game no i haven't seen that it looks so fucking cool and it, it makes me want to like download it and try playing it that way but also not because like i hate having to walk towards the camera and not seeing what's yeah. past the camera or whatever that looks cool though it, it's a pretty cool idea i i would love to see it implemented in the whole game it's only implemented i think in like a part a portion of the game um but yeah that game is really good i think if, if you've if you're interested in resident evil and you let's say you haven't even played the first remake or whatever i say jump into this one give it a shot yeah i think it's a lot more forgiving than the original game yeah and I, I think that's why it's a little bit more accessible um like yeah i mean it, it doesn't seem like people who are not a fan of the genre wouldn't get anything out of it you know yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. if you Resident Evil is kind of exclusive kind of to that. You know, like, yeah. if you're not into them, you're not really going to get it. Except for, like, 7. I heard, yeah. like, everybody loves 7. I, I haven't played play it yet. It. Yeah, yeah, me neither. So I really want to jump into that maybe this year sometime. Yeah, so. to be honest with you, when, when 7 came out, I wasn't interested. Like, oh. I, um, a part of it was the, the VR component. I was like, ah... Like, if that's the killer way to play it, then, like, I kind of would, would want to wait eventually one oh, day. Wow. Like, maybe for the remaster of this version. Because, like, the I mean, the VR tech is there. Like, apparently it's, like, it's passable, but... For me, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's the 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 world, the the setting. I think it's like Louisiana, mm-hmm. or whatever. My girlfriend brought up a good point too. Of like, it's none of the 
returning cast is in that one from what i understand i could be wrong i haven't played the whole thing i could be mistaken i don't, I don't know yeah i don't know either yeah. um so that that was also a part of it was like oh yeah, i think it's like a standalone thing it doesn't feel but that's also kind of cool i guess but i yeah. think i'll get to it one day i think that's the cool thing it's like resident evil being a genre right of like yeah these are these stories yeah. how far has umbrella gone yeah you yeah. know like <laughs> yeah that's kind of cool i from that perspective I, I get it but i also like I remember watching. I watched my cousin play it on on PC, and I remember they're like, "Wow, that's amazing! It's really scary. It's also first person. That's that's really interesting." So maybe I'll get to it one day. But mm-hmm. I also like, man, there's so many games out right now. Like I, I just have to what, like get through the rest playing? of the stuff. Um, so the anthem demo, the the second demo went live this weekend for, it for did. the rest of the public, I guess. And this, have you seen that like graph, the graphic of the weird release schedule for? Like, oh yeah. Oh my god. EA. EA has. Chill I out. I don't understand. Just just make it simple. Make it more accessible. Like, like on the third Sunday of the sixth <laughs> month. On the blood moon. Yeah. The, yeah, like, so I, I played the second round of it. I know more people got a chance to play it, including yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to hear what you think because you are definitely more of the experienced service game shooter uh, player than, yeah. than I am. I mean, I play a lot of these games. I like to check them out at least. Um, yeah, so I booted up yesterday. Um, me and Bo hopped on, friend of the show, and... Uh, we were, we were, you know, jumped into a party, and the the main thing that came out, which I read before, was like the first person part of it when you're back at the town, uh, Fort Tarsus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in first person. Yeah, the motion blur is on at ten. Can you turn that off on PS4? Yeah, I turned it off. Oh, I turned it off immediately. On yeah, PC. I was like getting nauseous. I was like, yeah. Nah, I'm good. And then you're walking like super slow. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff was just like I was like, I don't, I want to get out of here. As fast, like I don't want to engage with any of these characters right. at all. Um, and then when you jump into the suit, uh, they don't really give you any prompts on like how to use the suit or mm-hmm. anything. At least on PS4, it was like it wasn't um, like apparent. Um, so it took a lot. It was like a little clunky to do that. And then it was just literally following waypoints mm-hmm. and you know flying around. Flying was cool. Uh, I didn't get that like aha moment yet. You know, where it was like, oh, man, flying's great. Mm. Um, but I did do, like, I was, um, I like the fact that, like, you can, so they have a flying mechanic. That's the the major difference of this game than right. any of the other ones. You fly in these mechs, and you have to manage your uh, overheating meter. Yeah, whatever. there's, like, water yeah. around, too. So you can um, stop it from raising, getting any hotter by, like, skimming the water. Um, flying pads so that so you can pretty much fly indefinitely as long as you chain water together mm-hmm. or you can actually cool yourself off if you're at a high altitude and you like dive oh cool um it'll like literally deplete the meter so which is cool so you can like kind of do some cool chaining that together i want to see how that works uh i don't know if you can upgrade your that stuff or if like certain um mechs have different meters mm. like lengths and stuff but um it kind of took it out of it because, like, I was managing that. It kept falling out of the sky mm. and then getting shot in the back by, like, a random, like... Rocket. Yeah, or, like, a bug that, yeah. like, was in- inconsequential or whatever. That shit is non-consequential. I don't know what to say. But, like, it didn't matter. Right, right. Um, and then when I was in a mission, I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. Like, I was just shooting shit. And then they have this weird puzzle at the in one of the missions. That puzzle sucks. And we were li- literally me, uh, Bo, and two other guys. We were just turning the thing, trying to figure it out. And then I found what they wanted me to find, but it still didn't make any sense. That's the thing I was talking about last week. Yeah, I, yeah, and now yeah. I was like, I, it was like a callback. I was like, this is what Paul was talking about. <laughs> like, this is yeah. fucking bullshit. It's a it's a a puzzle that's not intuitive. It's not smart. It's not clever. 
you know, it's, it's not, boring. It's boring. Boring shit. And we were sitting there for like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I just decided to look it up. And I was like, oh, okay. Why? <laughs> Why does that have to be there? I don't know. Yeah, I still yeah. don't know. I don't um, get it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it was fine. Look, I I don't think this should be called the beta. It's more. I mean, it shouldn't be called a demo. It should be called a beta. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they need a little bit more time. They got a couple days left, you know, a couple weeks, I should say, uh, to get it under wraps. I think they can do it. It it could be special. Like, uh, the only other thing I can think of that, like, really stuck out to me is that it feels this is disconnect for me there where I'm in a mech Mm. and I'm firing an assault rifle. And that just doesn't feel like I could do this in just armor. Right. In a jetpack. Like, give me a guy then. Yeah. It didn't seem special to me, you know, sure. like in that aspect. Like I want, like if we're in a mech, which is cool when you're like clunking around. They're like, I was like, oh, okay, I feel that, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. stomping around, you know, blasting past stuff. But like, give me like guns on my arms. Give mm-hmm. me like do the do the the um not Iron Man, but the War Machine thing where all this stuff is attached. Like I don't want to see War Machine with the assault rifle. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like, weird. This is not. Uh, why does that pop? Um, this is not um Punisher. You know, like right. I want. Iron Man War Machine. Yeah. You know? So it just felt weird. And the shooting was fine. Like, it it didn't feel, like, great. Like, I used a sniper rifle at one point, and the the feedback you get from a sniper rifle in most games, is it feels good. Like, that chunky, like, oh, I hit somebody. Yeah, yeah. This one was just like, you just see the bar chipping away. And I was mm. like, mm, not feeling it. Like, it, there's no reaction to the... The, the PC or the um, the NPC or whatever. Yeah, th- there there are moments when I first first started playing it last weekend where I was in the air and I was like you know shooting over the shoulder, mm-hmm. <clears throat> shooting enemies from far away, and I was like, oh, this feels like Mass Effect, mm-hmm. and right, that's not like in my opinion a great thing because like the more action moments in Mass Effect were fine, but they didn't stack up or go toe to toe with like a Destiny or. I mean, like, the the Division, even. Like, the Division is, like, you know, I thought it was fine. But um, I do think, though, yeah. that the moment-to-moment stuff in terms of chaining together things mm-hmm. can feel really fucking good right. once you start to realize how, how each can... mech, like, what each mech is capable of. So the first one they give you, I think it's, what is it called? The it's Ranger. Called, the Ranger. Yeah, that one is pretty standard. It wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fine, I guess, to sort of teach you the game and like teach you how it works. But I was really intrigued by seeing footage of the Interceptor, which is like the fast, the fast one, one in and out. It looks and like I a race car. Yeah, it looks like a race car. It's very like sleek and has, it's like smaller, lighter. As, as a result, has less, uh, it takes more damage. Um, but you're a little more powerful, especially once you get behind enemy lines. And I put up a clip on, on my Twitter, at Polymayo, uh, shameless plug, <laughs> of me playing as the Interceptor. And I was like, you know, I was sprinting. I did like, a, I did a double jump. And the second jump, she, uh, my my pilot, like front flips. And I like blast into the air. And I, I zoom past enemy lines. And I like hit one of the turrets. And I and like knock them out. I was getting hit from other other areas. And I like got back to, the, to where my teammates were. So I was like kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. In no time, and like the way I, the way I sort of strung together all the abilities and stuff, like felt really cool. Felt good, yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, there there is still something there though. Where for me, it 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 in my opinion, it it feels better. I mean, well, I shouldn't say it feels better yet because it's like it still has a lot to prove, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of technical things that I, I I bumped up against. Like, it crashed on me 
I forget how many times like yeah. it just kept crashing on me. Like it's, I, I still was getting stuck in load screens. Um, oh, the load screen. I got to talk about that for a second. Yeah. So <laughs> like it has a lot of issues, but for me, at least in terms of the potential, mm-hmm. it has the potential for me to want to engage with it more than say a destiny or a division because like the movement in those games are fine. Like, right. you know, you, you kind of float, you double jump, whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in the division's case, you, you know, you hurl over stuff, you take cover, it feels solid and grounded. But in this one, it feels like, uh, we talked about it actually on our, on our last episode of Viewpoints, another shameless plug of mine, uh, where uh, my colleague, Ethan Ethan Gatch, he talks about how like the game sort of technically has its, if you want to go into that game jargony term, mm-hmm. it has its killer app, like the Spider-Man thing of like right. swinging. And flying in this game, in my opinion, feels pretty fucking phenomenal, especially once you get the hang of it, which I did on mouse and keyboard finally. I wasn't right. banging up into walls or whatever. And... Uh, yeah, like once you fly into an area and then you hover and you're like shooting stuff and then you someone sees you and like there's concentrating too much fire, you go back into flying, you duck behind cover, you sprint, you you turn, you shoot some rockets. Like once you, so the game incentivizes you to always chain things. Right. Like like ABC, always be chaining. Chain. <laughs> um, so it it really asks you to keep moving, keep firing, look at your cooldowns. Cool yeah. And literally look at your your heat cool like your your body your 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 uh, your javelin cooldown where it's like if it overheats then you're like you plummet to the ground so you, if you if you overuse it you can find yourself in a really sticky situation where like you said you might be surrounded by bugs or you might you might fall into like a minefield where like that's the last place you want to land um, so it does have some really cool potential to be that really cool like you know zip zipping around sort of yeah. zippity doodah uh, action <laughs> stuff. But uh, yeah, the the other stuff I'm curious about, like you said, is like, yeah, it, it is still just like, to me, it feels a lot like Warframe where it's like, okay, go to the thing, do the, do thing, the thing and you're done. Cool. Now get out. I don't know why I'm doing it. Yeah. And then you come back. Okay, here we go. Load it in and then go, go to that point, hit the switch. All right. You had to stay here for three minutes. All right. You did it. Cool. Now go to the next thing. And nothing about it felt like, and there was like a free mode thing that I tried to load into multiple times and I just kept failing and kept crashing on me. Yeah, so I didn't get a chance to do that. So I'm curious to see what that will be like in the, in the, in the, in the final game. But as of right now, I'm still very skeptical, but I do think it has like some potential to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, um yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, open-minded, but from what I played, like it, the loading screen stuff was a little, I, I, they have to change that. They have to. Yeah. Because if you go into a cave, why am I loading into a thing? Right. So I'm weird. already in the open world. And the cave isn't even like that big or, you know, it's weird. Right. It's not this intricate cave system. I can understand if we were doing that, like a, a raid or something like that. But it was just like that. And then like if a teammate goes ahead of you and starts the mission, you get pulled forward to the mission. That's weird because you that could be sucks. collecting something. The little brother syndrome, man. Yeah. But it, it's just. It's really frustrating in that I'm like, ooh, that was weird. Yeah, it's like it seems like they're making a little bit like those those little tiny mistakes. Um, and they they can be forgiven for that because if the final product is dope, then it's dope. But um, yeah, I mean they they have a lot to do. Um, but yeah, and they they <laughs> in the story, I don't know if you played any of the story. Yeah, the the, the bald guy. Uh, spoiler alert: He gets split into three beings, three parts of his personality. And one of them is Morgan Solis from from uh, Mass Effect, the scientist dude, the one that talks very like, oh, my God, like he's like always <laughs> distracted by his own thoughts. Oh, interesting. I was like, that's Morden. Like <laughs> you guys are just reusing 
people. Hey, man. I was like, I get it. Morton's dope. He's yeah, great. It works. It works. But I it was guess. it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, like, I, I I love Mass Effect, so that's yeah. why I was like, oh shit, that like yeah, that's one of my favorite characters from that thing. That brings up a good point. Like, if if the story stuff is strong enough, then that might make me intrigued a bit more than say. The divisions like lore drops in in whatever way the emails or whatever the heck it was I forgot what it was or like or like the weird like hologram like here's where the crash happened yeah. or like you know in Destiny I never understood the story I, if you asked me what Destiny was about now I'd be like uh there was a traveler I can tell you bits and, and pieces uh, yeah but like the way Destiny cho- chose to tell the story and continue to choose to tell the story is not necessarily through the games, through the grimoire and stuff, which is really cool. Like that, they have some really cool stories there, but not, it's not for yeah general consumption. It's not for that, which is interesting because I don't know if that is like the same thing with the division, right? All of his story is told through holograms, which is like, is that the best way to do it? Right. Um, and these open world games, I guess it is because you have to pick up the story when you can. Right, in right? different chunks. Right, in different, different chunks. Times. So you're not going to be with the same people all the time. Right, So right. You're, not, you're not necessarily going to play the story through, all the way through together. So I understand it in that way with these open world games. You have to, like, pick up the story wherever you can. Um, this is interesting, man. Like, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm yeah. probably not going to get a um, launch. I will probably wait a while. Yeah. It seems I'm, like they have a lot to do, so. I'm very curious. Like, if... If I had a crew, Maybe. Yeah, same. If, especially on PC. If I had a, if, or if it was crossplay, mm. uh, I think I might be into it. Like maybe day one. But as of right now, I think I might, I might be in the same boat of like, let me learn my lesson. Let me not be, you know, day one mm. Destiny, day one Division, because I've been there before, mm-hmm. and I know myself personally. Like it's, it's, it's less of a commentary on the game itself and more about myself. Of like, I mean, I, in in some ways, I may actually have to play it on launch for work so I, I might be on and i might be around just to capture and see you know what's oh, going on right. like keep my finger on the pulse um but i don't know i don't know i'm i'm hopeful but i'm definitely like i just hope that that the grind is cool like i hope it's yeah. it's great i hope the the loot drops like yeah with the loot drops again like that was another thing i noticed it didn't have that like i'm getting something right i was just waiting for the end of the mission to get yeah. something i wasn't i didn't know what i picked up like in Destiny, it's very clear what you get. Mm-hmm. In Division, you know exactly what you're picking up because you literally have to walk over and get that yellow beam. Mm-hmm. You know, like in Destiny, it's a golden ball that drops out or whatever the hexagon or whatever that yeah, shit is. Yeah. So, like, they need to really nail that part of it. Like, that feeling the shit, not just the numbers and all that stuff, but like just feeling like you've actually killed the thing and it's rewarding you right mm-hmm. there. That's that that's that thing that's gonna keep people coming. Yeah. And then the drops need to be frequent and cool. Like Yeah. You know? I think the other missing key component and this is like kind of like a duh statement, but <laughs> um for me is like playing it with a crew like we mentioned a second ago and being in communication and talking to each other and our personalities shining through in our play styles. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, if someone wants to be the the heavy, like, I forgot what it's called, like the tank Colossus, one, yeah. the Colossus. Someone wants to be that person and, like, sort of be the front line. And then I'll be the interceptor and I'm in and out. And I'm like, hey, guys, I'm going to go over here. I'll go check it out. And, mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. Like, you know, we'll watch your back. And, like, if, if that can sort of gel well enough with the right crew, then I can see this game actually being really cool and, like, a, a good time to play with people. However, um... I don't know if it's going to have that like at launch, you know, like especially like for me. So I, I've known from his, from like my own, again, like my own personal history of like, 
it just i don't know if these games are for me and that, that's kind of a bummer because i want them to be the thing about it is like these games only shine at the end game the front is just to kind of give you that carrot on the stick like mm-hmm. this will eventually this is we're giving you a taste of what we can get you but that end game has to be there when people get there yeah destiny made this mistake they made it multiple times where like people are gonna fucking play the shit out of this game then get there in a month or a week or two weeks they that end game has to be there waiting for right. them. Right. <laughs> and like how is so that like that raises a question which we talked about again on viewpoints of like how is this sustainable? Like right. We, like so many games have tried to do this before and they continue to try to do this again and it's like is this sustainable? Like you know the people who are playing it every day are they going to you know every night all the time regularly going after these like huge huge uh what are they yeah, called? Are they setting themselves up for a disappointment? Are these games made to do that and are are these games promising too much yeah are they like we call them forever games and stuff like that right like that type of thing like we give them these titles that may not be the right thing maybe we need to change the phrasing around what these games are expected to do because again these things are made by people and they have to put these things into the game they can't always be just updating the game not like not when we want them right if i'm day one i'm at level 30 that's my fault (laughs) you know what i'm saying like yeah get a job buddy yeah like it's like yo we we weren't that wasn't the plan yeah yeah. i'm saying yeah same thing will happen with like gta and stuff like with the the heist stuff yeah we get to the end of that and we're like yo we want to play heist where are the heists it didn't come until two years later yeah that shit's wild it's tough man i don't know how how sustainable it is but I don't know, man. If they can figure it out, cool. Uh, you know, this, this will be like one of the first ones to actually do it right in a lot of ways. Yeah, I hope I hope it does great, man. I really do. Yeah. Like, I, I always love these games and like, you know, I think it's a cool genre of games. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe this is finally the one that does it for me. Um, in, di- in addition to that, I've been playing uh, this really cool game for a while now. The embargo lifted finally on, I think, on Wednesday of last week. Yeah. Uh, a game called Wargroove, which, which you've probably heard by now, is basically like the spiritual successor to um uh advanced wars? advanced wars yeah advanced wars is a game that came out um a long long time ago on, on gba and uh it was a really cool game it was a really cool tactical turn-based role-playing game where much like final fantasy tactics or uh, more people are familiar with like fire emblem um it's a uh, it's basically just hey you know take out the enemy take out their 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 base or take out the the commander and uh on this map this gridded map and it has you know different units and uh you have your commander so you have to kind of protect your sort of queen uh chess piece and um it's cool every time you every time you actually like attack an enemy or whatever it it turns into this little animation thing this split screen animation that shows you exactly what's happening uh just to give you a better feel for you know who does what damage against Mm -hmm. who and and whatever like just kind of keep track of the overall flow of the match um I would recommend over time, though, people turn that off because it's definitely a time waster and you don't necessarily need it. And if you want to keep it in there, sure. But I don't think you really need it. What is it, it? like a mo- little movie or something? Yeah, it's just like a little like five, ten second movie. But, you know, over the course of a law, like hour match, it just takes it just drags it out. <clears throat> but um, I'm actually really loving this game. It's it's really, really cool. It it has a couple of uh, of, of um, things that I don't like, but I'll start with the good stuff. Uh, the good stuff is the art style is really cool. It has a really like uh, amazing cinematic uh, like animated intro. Like it's like hand animated intro, which is like beautiful. It kind of feels like Avatar or Korra for those who who are more familiar with those series. Um, and it's it's just amazing. It's more like it's more medieval 
themed than Advance Wars was. Advance Wars had like tanks and helicopters and you know missiles and stuff. This this one has like catapults and knights and you know spearmen. And um, it's really cool though. It gets kind of mystical. There are like some interesting creatures. It has local online multiplayer. It has a map editor. Has an arcade mode, which like incentivizes you to just play like these fun, I guess you know, kind of bite-sized matches and learn more about characters, like their their histories and stuff. And um, it's a really really fun game. Like so much so that last night I mentioned to you before we recorded, I was up until five thirty last night, Ooh. which is very rare for me, uh, playing this game because I could play. not. Yeah, no, I know I could not stop uh, playing this game. And it, it's also because it's it's scratching another itch that's in your playlist uh, for me, which I played the heck out of mm. last year, Into the Breach. Where I love that game, um, but that definitely is is its own style. It has its own uh, strengths, its own weaknesses. But it's, it's that was one of my favorite games of last year, um, and this one actually might be one of my favorite games of this year so far. At least, I mean, it's only February, but I can definitely see this winding up on my end of the year list. Like, it's such a good strategy game, um, <clears throat> but the bad stuff. Uh, short list, but kind of like, you know, some pretty annoying things. Uh, you can't save mid-game, obviously, so you can't save. And then, like, let's say you something goes really wrong halfway through, like, an hour-long fight. You have to start over all the way from the beginning. Oh, so they don't want you to just come save it. Yeah. yeah. So you can um, you can postpone a game. So let's say you have to, like, restart your Switch for whatever reason. Uh, you can postpone it, and then next time you boot up the game, it'll start you off where you left off. But you can't set a checkpoint, basically. Um <clears throat> There's no undo button, and, and I understand that too. Like people could abuse that, but even uh, even with like moving, like in in some yeah. games when you move, in, you can actually like breach. You can yeah, you can undo that. Saves my life. Um, and in this game, you can't. Like when you move, it's locked in, and that can be annoying because sometimes you actually like mistakenly hit a button and you don't mean to. Especially mm-hmm. nowadays with everything, especially on the Switch, where like A is circle or A is B. Let me tell you. And X is B. And like <laughs> you kind of get that orientation mixed up. Sometimes you you mean to you do something and you and you fuck up and the game doesn't give you a way out. And I wish it even if it gave me like uh the into the breach solution where it's like, "Hey, you can only do this once." I'd be like, "Okay, cool." Cuz it only happens once or twice. Mm-hmm. And if you if you mess up once in the wrong spot, that's the whole game. Yeah. And after like a 30-40 minute battle, if you, "Oh shit, I didn't mean to move there." And then you and you completely ruin your strategy or you put your commander at risk and like you you set him up on a platter for everyone to just attack him you're like fuck i didn't mean to do that and now i have to start this whole thing Mm -hmm. over again that can be really annoying so it's it's more of like a hey if you're playing this game be very careful don't like just make sure uh not to confirm things when you mean to and just like just be extra careful um and uh yeah the other thing like i mentioned too was like just the the animation stuff i would say turn those off uh, it takes a while. Like, it, watch them for like the the beginning. You can hold also hold B down to skip them. Although that takes like three seconds to happen, so that takes a while too. But maybe keep them on for like the first hour or just so, to just to, to get them. used to them and and just to keep track of the flow of like the battle. But it does some really cool things. Like uh, the the match I was playing until five thirty last night that I finally beat this morning. <laughs> um, it's so you have to like. I also streamed it with my coworker Chris over over the past week. It's on, it might still be in the Twitch archive, which I would recommend checking out if you're curious about this game. Uh, we pulled off this crazy come from behind victory where like we should not have won. Oh, it was like co-op. No, no, it was just me playing. Oh, okay. But um, uh, we like lost control of a lot of the buildings, so they won the resource war. So like that's part of the game too, is you have to take these forts over, and then every round, uh, every turn, you collect like money off of it. It's like rent. 
And uh, it's kind of StarCraft-ish in that way, where if, if you don't sort of play that game as well, then you, you sort of fall behind on resources and you can't call up as many like archers mm. or catapults or, whatever, or, or trebuchets. Um, and that game was a, was a very clear example of me not prioritizing that and uh, kind of paying the price. Although at the end, I kind of like held a final line with just a bunch of pikemen, and we actually old brothers. We actually wound up wound up winning this super like hail mary win, <laughs> and our hearts were racing, and we were like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" So you you can still pull off things like it, even when it looks like you might be sort of out Down of luck, out, yeah. you might still have a way out. So it's really really cool. It definitely scratches that Advance Wars Fire Emblem itch. If anyone has kind of been missing that, and it's like kind of perfect for the Switch. It's like it's the perfect commute game and the perfect come home and chill on my couch type of game. Um, and then besides that, speaking of which, you know, chilling on the couch, I've been watching my girlfriend play uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Nice. And because I definitely do not want to play this game. <laughs> Same, man. I agree oh with you. Yeah. I watched uh, Tim stream it a couple weeks ago or yeah, I think at this point a couple weeks ago. And now I'm watching my girlfriend play it at home. And uh, it's fun to watch and see like, oh, wow, it's tangled. And then like, go back on my phone or maybe even play some more Wargroove or something. It's like, yo, holler at me when there's a cutscene. Yeah, what? let me see that cutscene. Like, <laughs> let me see that Toy Story cutscene. I heard so much about it. But um, yeah, it's fun to watch. So I haven't really played it, but I can tell you that like if you are into that game, obviously by now you're already, already playing it. it. But um, it's fun to watch. It's definitely like fun to, to witness, you know your favorite Disney characters and Sora and hearing Goofy say Gorsh all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a fun, wacky time. It is. It's, it looks, it looks nice. Like it looks really pretty. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I, I like the story. I actually like the story, like the convolutedness about it. And, you know, the deep lore of mm. kingdom hearts is very interesting to me, uh, for some reason, but I have no interest playing these games yeah, ever again. Me neither. <laughs> like I'm I, not the game. I saw people like replaying like one through two and I was like, <sighs> Whoa, I played the last one I played was the, um, the Game Boy one, the uh, thirty seven hundred over four <laughs> and a half, oh god, something like that. Uh, yeah, I played that one and I didn't finish because I lost my place. I didn't know what I was supposed to do and I couldn't figure out. Uh, yeah, I dropped, like left it for like a week, picked it up, and I couldn't figure it out. That sucks. Yeah, I think it was actually for the DS. Yeah, that's what it was for the mm. original DS. Um, but yeah, um, the only other thing I've been playing. Uh, oh, I played Black Ops last night for the first time in a while. Nice. Um, and I played with uh, Toshi. Like I, he got it for like thirty bucks. So nice. He jumped in. I was like, "Yeah, you want to play some Black Ops?" He's like, "I haven't played yet." I was like, "You know how to play Fortnite? You're really good at Fortnite." He's like, "All right, let's jump in." It's the same thing. And yeah, same thing. It's pretty cool when you like kind of understand the language of these games. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, you you just kind of jump into the groove. It was like we still had to like teach the little nuancey things that only Black Ops does. Um, but we, we had a, a, a really fun time. That, that, nice. that mode is great. Duos is the way to play. Uh, it's, it's concrete. Yeah. It <laughs> um, and then I've been playing into the breach. Finally, I checked it out. I was like, let me buy it, man. <sighs> so I used, um, most of my point, uh, like pretty much all my points, uh, that I had stored up on, um, the eShop. Uh, and I bought the game for five bucks. Nice. Like it was great. I what was a like, steal. Yeah. What a steal. I was like, oh shit, those points are actually used for something? Like, I didn't know that. Oh, like your Nintendo points? Nintendo points. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Nice. It's like from buying all those games and just like not using them at all. That's sick. Um, so yeah, and I jumped in and I was like, I hate this game. <laughs> it fucking is hard. Like, I don't understand what to do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't understand the UI. Like, I didn't know what any of the, the core things, like dropping those into certain slots. I didn't know any of that shit. Yeah. Um, and then you play it a couple times, you fail. And then you get your first victory, and you're like, oh, you did 
taste that sweet, sweet, sweet bug juice, man. Yeah, man. And then you get your second victory. And then you unlock to get the final boss, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm about to do this shit. And then they <laughs> kill you. And yeah. you're like, fuck, man. That was fun. Let me boot that shit yeah. right back up. Open me, a rift. Open a rift. Let me save my same guy a hundred times. Mm-hmm. I like I. I didn't get like I didn't beat my first island to like my ninth time bringing this one dude back. Nice. <laughs> Which was probably not the smartest thing, but whatever. I don't. I didn't know how to do that. Um, yeah. So I, I'm actually loving this game. I, I don't have a, like a large experience with tactics games or strategy games. I, I guess this would be more tactics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, this is more like the the movement by movement, not the overall strategy. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it it actually makes a lot of sense when you like sit down and you like just think. Yeah, Cameron, think. Yeah, most of this game is you looking at the screen and not pushing, not any doing buttons. shit, just looking at the screen. Going, okay. Or like the uh, Into the Breach does this cool thing where like you can do two actions uh, with each of your units, and you can do a movement and then a um, an uh, either an action like a heal or a a, a, hit, a move like a a weapon or some shit. Yeah. Um, but as long as you do the movement first, you get those two actions. So what I do is I move the, the, the pieces around and I see where I can reach. And if I can push an enemy into a, a thing or like, you know, take out one enemy and then that'll set me up to be blocking the next one. Mm. Um, so I always keep that in mind. And like sometimes you feel like a genius. Yeah. Like you feel like, oh shit! No one is smart as me, baby. <laughs> like I really feel that genius. way. Like that's how you know this game is good when you feel like I'm succeeding and you yeah. feel like proud. Like yes, yeah, I am the commander. Like I feel like these mechs. Like I, it's weird because it's a very like the sprites are really cool and like you know what you're going. But I feel like I'm in these fucking mechs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I Especially- can imagine myself in these. You know, in this world where I'm like. Boom, I land. Yeah. And I'm like, like they're here. They're here to save yeah, us. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. stomping around and I'm like pushing things into the water. And yeah. It just, it's weird. Like, I heard people say this, like, for uh, however long this game has been out. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't. They're just little sprays. Yeah. That can't be right. It's, it's, it's cute. It looks cool. Like, I've seen you play like a ton of times. And I like it. Like, the, the minute by minute stuff looked really cool, but I was just like not wholly interested. And then someone just told me to buy it. And I was loving it, man. So good. I remember like, uh, I had, I got really frustrated because, like you were saying, if you press the wrong button, it can ruin your whole mm-hmm. strategy. Like you can ruin what you had set up. And in this game, it's kind of unforgiving because basically you have to protect this grid, and every building is like a grid. So a lot of times, the enemy will like wholly ignore you and just go for the buildings that are like what you calling. You didn't. You're not even on that side mm-hmm. anymore. So it teaches you a lesson. But one time, I like I had the I didn't get hit once. I didn't destroy, like, nothing was destroyed. And I was on my last turn. And I mistakenly pressed, like, the um, uh, action button. And I, like, swung at nothing. And I was like, no. And I wasted, like, the crucial turn I needed to push this one thing out of the way that was going to kill the other thing. That was going to set my other guy up to be able to push him into the water. Mm. Like, you know, like, I was, like, about to cry. (laughs) Like, I'm not even joking. I was on the train like, are you uh, fucking... People were looking at me. I was like, fuck! Like, <laughs> so people were looking at me like crazy, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, I, you want that in a game. You want to be yeah. passionate about it. stakes, man. It's fucking weird. Like, I haven't really felt that way in a, in a while where, like, I've been frustrated. Like, this mood swings of being frustrated and feeling like I'm a success and feeling, like, wholly invested in this thing. Um, another thing I did was, like, I, I mistakenly bought... You get these coins if you... Um, 
complete a certain amount of like um uh your checklists like mm-hmm. whatever so additional you, yeah, additional like tasks and stuff so uh you can unlock other um set of troops so like set of three and i bought this one and it sucks man they yeah. suck so bad some of them are not good yeah, one of them is pretty useful. It has like a laser, but I was just like, I'm going back to the original. So if anybody's like looking into this game, I like I can only echo what everybody else has been saying uh, that this is dope. Suck Fucking that. buy it. Um, tactics is not for everybody, but this is dope. Like it's really it's really fun. It's frustrating in the beginning. You don't know what to do, but definitely stick with it. it it's it's great. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I love that game so much. It, it's fun. Um, I'm so glad to hear that you're actually enjoying it. Yeah, but um, that's awesome. So uh, all right, cool. Jumping into the news this week. Uh, our first story is actually kind of interesting. This this actually just broke over the weekend, mm-hmm. so we got kind of got the uh, scoop, advanced scoop. Um, but basically, a free to play Titanfall Battle Royale will be coming out maybe this week. That's the rumor. Uh, a new Titan. So this is for Kotaku. A new Titanfall spinoff is in the works, and it'll be out sooner than anyone could possibly guess. In fact, internet rumors and words from our own sp- our sources suggest that it'll be out this Monday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, it might even be out. We don't even know what the hell it is. And you might have even seen it. We don't. We you don't future know. yourselves the might future have seen people. it. I don't know what the hell it is. Um, but uh, yeah, the game is, isn't officially announced just yet, but word leaked out earlier this week that thanks to esports journalist Rod Breslau, as Breslau reported earlier, it's called Apex Legends and will be out Monday for PC, Xbox, and PS4. It's a free-to-play battle royale. Can you believe that? Um, yeah. Interestingly, though, it won't let you use Titan mech suits that make Titanfall so iconic. Um, you'll have supernatural MOBA-like hero abilities that play either solo or in a team of three as you battle other players for delicious chicken dinners. Ooh, team of three. That's an, an interesting mix-up. Um, I'm into it. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. Like, we haven't seen, Overwatch obviously, anything just yet. Oh, great. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, Overwatch. Titanfall. Titanfall, Titanfall. yeah, yeah. So, we'll, I guess we'll see if, if it's... Maybe they'll, they'll even show, like, a trailer or something during the Super Bowl, but I don't, I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl because... Fuck the Super Bowl, but um, yeah. I, would you would you play a Titanfall themed battle royale? I'll check it out, especially if it's free to play, right? You might as well for the culture. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I, I'm people definitely love check Titanfall. It out. I, I didn't really have a ton of experience with it. But... <gasps> Did you play Titanfall two? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. The Titanfall two is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm definitely curious to see what it'll entail and if it's actually any good and if it can go toe to toe with the already excellent Blackout and whatever the the giant juggernaut that Fortnite is yeah what even is that game anymore speaking of which uh, our next story Fortnite had an in-game marshmallow concert and it was actually pretty great of this, course is also, it is. this is also from kotaku but yeah apparently earlier this week there was an in-game concert by dj marshmallow uh, who is known for wearing a white suit and a white marshmallow like mask of course it's like an edm i guess type thing yeah but um yeah the musician eventually announced the event including uh, putting Fortnite uh, location Pleasant Park on his tour schedule, which is interesting. So yeah, basically you you just sort of launch into the game. I guess you go to Pleasant Park and and then you uh, you just Chill listen out. to the concert. Yeah, it, it's interesting because this is like the first time I can ever recall this sort of thing happening. You've seen like events happen before in Fortnite, and then even before that, like in MMOs and stuff. But I can't recall like a giant concert like this happening live for like millions of people presumably around the world. Yeah. Uh, and then he had an encore too. I think he did it like the next day or something like super late at night. Um, <laughs> what other game and what other artists would you want to see in that game? In Fortnite? No, not necessarily in Fortnite. Oh, like what, pick a game, game and a, a artist that you would want to see like them perform their art in. I want to see like Bob Ross and Dreams. <laughs> oh my God! Like, come see or Terry Crews. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Crews paint something in, in Dreams. Dreams. Yo, marketing team, if you're Yo, not already on that, holler at me. I got ideas, baby. What else? Um, That's actually a good idea. 
trying to think what else you could do. I mean, there's there's so many yeah. Twitch streamers that like illustrate live on Twitch. Have you ever watched any no, of those? Oh, it's phenomenal. Um, I would love to see one of them. Like, give them copies of the game. Let them cook shit up on Twitch. Like, that's a no brainer. Um, what else? Maybe like Black Hat would have to be something ridiculous, like like Lil Pump, because that that's kind <laughs> yeah. of like who plays that game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that would be fucking dope, man. I don't know. I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's he, cool. It also makes sense for for Marshmallow to do it because he is a Fortnite star, Enthusiast. yeah, and like you know, he's a personality of you know that's big into the game. Is he an actual DJ? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Like, I thought he was a Fortnite player that is like the persona is a DJ. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Then it's it, actually pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. I mean, like you know, there there have definitely been cases of like things happening, like I said, like in MMOs and stuff before in the past, obviously. But for you know the largest game, presumably right now, like the most popular thing in the world in terms of games, um, for them to be thinking outside of the box like this, like I wouldn't mind if it was like, hey, fucking Daft Punk is gonna be in the tight the titanfall oh, thing shit, like yeah. you can zip around while it's, it's like, like yeah fucking zipping around i'll fucking go to that shit um, uh, maybe take an edible or something beforehand hell yeah <laughs> uh our next story uh Wargroove is cross-platform unfortunately guess who's not on that list so far uh, ps4 mm. this also might be a thing though because it, it was basically launched on the first last friday um, and it came out, it's out on, I forgot to mention, it's out on um, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. But PS4 apparently is still under development. I think it's coming soon. Um, so they revealed this, like, cool trailer of, like, the online multiplayer stuff being cross-platform. Cross so you can play people on PC, you can play people on Switch, Xbox, which is really, really cool. This is cool. But Sony's logo, the PlayStation logo, is still sort of, uh, you know, obviously missing from that trailer. Which lead which lead people to believe that like maybe it might not be or maybe it's a thing that like they didn't announce it because it wasn't actually out yet for PS4 so it might make sense for them to leave it out. I think it's gonna be yeah. I think it's more of the latter. Yeah, I hope or, so because like yeah. they're they're kind of slowly changing their ways, but you know you yeah. You but can also never like tell. this, I don't see them like there's no clear advantage or anything like that. I mean, no. Sony's whole thing is like yo, why would I want to give money to my competitors? That right. Type of thing. But I don't know, man. I think it's worth it. It could like, totally work. That's, that's pretty cool. Show that you care. And then speaking of PlayStation, uh, did you see this story? Uh, this this is an amazing story, by the way. If you haven't read it, uh, Gita wrote up a really great um, uh, article about it on, on Kotaku. But woman gets impressive PlayStation care package after a freak golfing accident. That's enough to be like, okay, what? Enough said, right? <laughs> so, the... I, you know, my little synopsis, my little summary is not going to do the story justice. So I would definitely Ooh, recommend. Bloody. Yeah, definitely recommend reading the story and checking out the, the the pictures and stuff, the photos. But essentially, what happened was she this this uh, this I think she was a college student. She um she volunteered for a golf tournament. Um, this a Sony sponsored golf tournament. I, I guess like near her home area or whatever. But um, so she did, and a freak accident happened. She got hit by a golf ball like right in her forehead like what are the chances of that happening because she was going back she was going to the bathroom uh she was like on the way to the bathroom and it happened to be around where the first hole is and they had just teed off so like can you imagine the like the 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 odds odds of this happening to begin with right right place wrong to even be near like where the ball lands is like 
pretty wild, right? So essentially, but but it was really really bad apparently. So she had to get like a CAT scan, and she her both of her eyes were like you see in the photo, they're like black, like just black eyes. She's bloody. Um, that shit hit hard, bro. Yeah, she had to like you know she had to go, she had to recover. She had to like spend days recovering for this 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 pretty awful accident. Um, and then the the golf, um, what is it called? The uh, what are they called? The golf, um, caddy. But like the the place, tea? the golf course. Okay, golf they course. Uh, they paid for all of her like medical country bills and stuff. Yeah, country club, whatever that, whatever rich people do in yeah. their off time. Um, and then uh, then she, uh, I think someone messaged her pa- her one of her parents saying like, hey, we will someone from Sony, we would love to send her like a little care package. So they did, and uh, they hooked Homegirl up. They gave her a PS4 Pro. They gave her like the platinum wireless headset. They gave her a hat, a Dual Shock. They gave her like how many? Like 10, 14, 15 games, a bunch of CDs. Um, she got Spider Man, man. She got Spider Man. She got God of War. She got a. Uh, she got a, a ton of things. Uh, Uncharted. She got fucking the Boys Mind CD. <laughs> she got, they gave her some old shit. Is that what is that? Is that Amy Winehouse? Who I don't know that? who that is. Oh, that's no, that's not Amy Winehouse. It's some new artist. I think. The, I think I also read. I, I don't know if this was. Confirmed or not, but they also gave her like the Justin Timberlake album, the last one, which is oh, kind of trash. Like, I was like, yeah, that, that's actually an insult to injury. But um, yeah, no, it was it was an interesting story. I again recommend reading the story, the the whole thing, because it's actually a lot wilder than our like little quick summary. That but. is pretty cool. Though. That's, that's very nice, man. Like, yeah. oh god, yeah, that that sucks, man. That she's got, I think she's got a scar there too now, but it's pretty pretty. It's badass. a cool story. At cool least, story. You know, like, got a at PlayStation. Least got, yeah, I mean, like, you know, she can tell that story. She's pretty badass, and she seemed to be, like, a pretty cool sport about it. Un- uh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Someone commented, like, what a missed opportunity to not put Dangerous Golf in one of the games in her <laughs> care oh package. Oh, my God. In uh, our last story this week, um, after Metro gets um, ec- Epic Store exclusivity, of course, fans backlash. So, I don't know if you've been keeping up with this story. Did, yeah. But um, the... Basically, what happened was um, the makers of Metro uh, Exodus, um, they pulled their store from Steam, mm-hmm. and now they're making it an Epic Game Store exclusive on PC, which uh, which kind of sucks for some people who I, I think have already pre-ordered it on Steam. Um, no, so they're honoring pre-orders. Yeah, yeah. So they're honoring the pre-orders, and they're selling the game at a lower price point, too, on Epic Game Store. That's so they're from the 60 to 50 because there's like an 88 to 12 revenue split. So the developers make more money on the Epic Game Store. And um, yeah, so essentially like what it boils down to is the Epic Game Store, it's a new it's a new client that you have to install. And then on top of that, install your games through. And it's not the best client. Like there are some obvious lacking features there. Like you still can't sync up with your friends, which is a big bonus on Steam. Mm -hmm. Um, There are like lack of cloud saves from what I know. I don't know if that's changed anytime soon, but that that I ran into that problem with um, Ashen. And uh, it's just not like the best of the of the clients that are out there. And and now it seems like this getting more further and further diluted. Like you have EA. Origin, origin you have steam, steam you, you have ea uh or you have um epic game store you also have the ubisoft one there are like so many different launch uh, clients right. now that it can get pretty annoying but um fans of or, who, are, who are looking forward to the game they started to like review bomb it on steam so they've been giving it a bunch of that game and the, the previous games too like not just that game they've been giving it like terrible reviews terrible ratings so they've been tanking it and 
this isn't the first time this has happened obviously like steam and valve have been pretty notorious of like being pretty hands-off when it comes to this kind of stuff and it's it's, it kind of sucks because it's like i understand i understand everybody's frustration and not everybody has that sort of tool set or the access to be able to effectively cause some change um i don't know what the answer is but there's got to be something better than just sort of like throwing the the throwing a fit like this there's got to be something you can do on i don't know like is there something and also like maybe take it up with the people who are like publishing it like you know it's not like it's not the game developer right it's the people who are selling their game and you know like maybe there's a better way to 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 i don't know communicate your frustration i I don't yeah. think that this is the most productive constructive way to do it like um so in the in the story that uh Nathan wrote up over at uh kotaku the the last paragraph here is from a commenter on one of the um i think one of the forums or something. Uh, they said all these hate comments referring to Dimitri and 4A are the stupidest thing that I've ever seen not counting the review bombing on Steam good way to show Epic Games how useful are the user reviews reads one response yes the Epic Game Store has its problems and certain things are fishy but they're working on that like given the price uh, like giving the price difference of Hades back at least here and the refund policy there are other ways and more intelligent uh, there are other ways and more intelligent ways I guess to address the problems to publishers that's what that's kind of where I'm at it's like I understand your frustration, yeah, but there's got to be a more productive way to do this than just like review bombing the thing. I mean, but that's the whole thing. They do that mob shit where it's like, yo, we're going to just pile on because this is the what seemingly is like a good vindictive, you know, pay this is payback. Right. For my pain and suffering that I had to pay extra 20 bucks. Yeah. It's like, I yeah, I understand, you know, that they did pull it and the timing is kind of shitty. But again... There is a way to express yourself. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, you're not in the wrong for, you're in the wrong for feeling a certain way, but like, come on. There's got to be some other way to do this, right? Like, <laughs> this shit is, uh, I don't want to use the word, but like toxic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a shame. And I, I guess it also goes to show you too, like, you can't always take those like Steam review things. Of course not. Like, yeah, man. Like, you know, figure it out for yourself, but like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it. it it's a weird story too, man. It's 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 it sucks because like I feel for both ends of the spectrum. It's like fuck those people that just bought a game. Now it's cheap. I mean, we've been saying a lot a lot lately. Yeah, that's true. Like games go on sale like a week after. It's like damn. Yeah. Like, are they going to get credit? Or are they going to like? What's the deal? I mean, they can't. I mean, I I, I am glad that they're going to honor the pre-orders, um, the pre-orders, and that they're going to support it. Uh, like for future DLCs and stuff, that's the good thing to do. Like yeah. that's the right thing to do. Um, but I mean, deals happen all the time where like you get exclusive shit. So like, yo, you might want to just wait it out. Game looks fucking cool too. Man. It does look cool. It does look cool. I'm probably gonna cop it too. Is it is this month? I think so. I think it's this month. Yeah, it's probably at yeah, the end I of this so. month. Uh, I'll, I'll probably cop that. But man, weird, weird times. Buy a console. <laughs> <laughs> before we jump into the second half of the show we just wanted to thank you all our sponsors and listeners uh thank you so much to uh new and returning supporters we really appreciate it speaking of which thank you to jd yeah for signing up we really really appreciate Appreciate that brother our show is definitely listener supported um thanks to the anchor so if you want to do that please head over to our anchor profile on the on the app or the the site 
and hit the little supporter button and just give us as low as a dollar a month, whatever you can. It really, really does help us uh, keep going. So thank you so much. Appreciate you. Jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email directly at questions at the dash optional.com. Uh, you can drop them in the questions channel in our Discord as well, or just record us a voice message using the Anchor app on your phone. So uh, Eddie Murphy's Law in the Discord asks a uh, question, but also sent us a little bit extra uh, of a letter this time around. So his Vent Sessions last question goes, will hashtag gamers ever stop being fucking weird? It's so frustrating that just witnessing all the negativity and toxic attitudes surrounding the hobby. The fact that there's an entire cottage industry of corporate outrage, bigoted YouTubers, is honestly the cringiest shit I've seen in my life. A 15-minute rant video about Anthem uh, cosmetic DLC is surreal. Will gamers ever improve? If so, what steps do we have to do as a culture to get there? I miss the good old days when people were actually excited about games and only trolled game facts boards for console war stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, question. that is a good question. I don't know if I can answer it because I don't necessarily know if that's the answer. But, I mean, y- yes and no. <laughs> Gamers uh, will improve. But it, I don't think we'll see it for a while, man. Because yeah. the control has to be. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think the the voices of the masses need to be unheard. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't I don't know if that's the answer, but like the, we're in an age now where like everybody's opinion is heard, and it makes it seem as though there's a tidal wave of the opinion. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying like that. Again, in our story earlier, we feel that that wave, so it seems like everybody's outraged. But that's a small fraction of what the com- whole yeah. community actually feels. Because the people who are maybe feel upset about a certain thing, but are like humans about it, they're not going to write the thing. They're not yeah. going to write. They're not going to rant about it. They're going right. to be like, "Ah, eh, what is what it is? Right. You know, this is unfortunate." Or like, "Yeah, that sucks. Maybe I'll just talk about it with my friends." But I'm not going to fucking uh dox the thing or whatever yeah. you know but the people who are like the the, the corny you know, cringy motherfuckers they're gonna be the ones who are in the forums they're gonna be the ones uh you know circling the wagons and shit mm-hmm. those are the people who are m- voice their opinion more in that in that way you know what i'm saying yeah, I, yeah. I don't know and i don't necessarily know how to change that um just because of the era we're in I mean, there's just a lot more agency when it comes to getting your voice out there. There's Twitter, there's Instagram, there's YouTube, there's Twitch. And all those things have a a comment section. All those things have, you know, an input thing. You know, a lot of people have to turn off their messages because of that shit. A lot of people have to block their stuff. Like, you see it now. Yeah. You know, so like, I don't know, man. Yeah, this is a good question. This is a great question. I think... um, I think it will improve. I just don't think it'll happen anytime soon. I think the so I think there's a lot there's a lot at play here. I also agree with Cam. I don't have the answer, obviously, but I do think I can sort of see where some of the symptom symptoms lie. So I think for a long time, games media and and, and not just games media, but like games, if you want to call it culture, mm-hmm. um, has sort of revolved around this enthusiast sort of like you know, um, buyer's guide mentality where before it used to be like the game pros of the world and even like the EGMs and stuff of like, uh, you know, E3, which was presumably started off and still is to my knowledge, a trade show where 
big companies went there to basically place orders for yeah, like Best Buy and Walmart. Mm-hmm. That's basically like the biggest event of the year, and it's it's essentially just uh, a week of trailers. You know, it's a week of trailers and hands-on demos for things that don't that aren't out yet, just to sort of drum up hype. You know, so I think a lot of it stems in the fact that for the longest time, the only people communicating directly to the audience, uh, for the most part, what were the publishers and the developers? And, you know, the, of course you had games journalism and games media out there. Um, but even a lot of that was kind of just like, I mean, Game game Informer, I believe, was basically born out of like, hey, you want to pre-order this game and get a subscription to Game Informer? Like, we're totally not in bed together. You know, it's like, uh, it's like when you go into, and like no shade, when you go into like a GameStop or something and you see the people on the TV who are like, hey, here's co- here's what's coming out in yeah. the fall. Ooh, that looks exciting. <laughs> like that's how gamers would talk to you for the, for, a, for a long time, right? Right. right. And um, even the word gamer sort of like feels kind of gross, you know? Uh, so I think that it's only natural that now we're seeing these YouTubers and these streamers who are, in a lot of ways, the next wave of people who are in bed with these developers publishers getting games and you know now they have to disclose them but i think now we live in an age where like that doesn't even matter anymore like before it used to be like remember when there was like a big outrage over like you know so and so got a code from this developer and they didn't disclose it (gasps) like that that's a that's a big deal yeah um so i think a lot of it is um that just taking on a new form and also the platforms in which we ingest a lot of this shit. Cause he talks about like YouTubers and stuff. A lot of that stuff, um, they don't have like the proper moderation tools and the proper, cause it's all algorithms and it's all, you know, it, it basically humans trying to moderate this stuff, but also at the same time, like these large corporations realizing that there's now there's someone new in the bed, like a YouTube, for example, who was like, Hey, this YouTuber is super problematic, but they also make us a lot of money. So, and like, they have a horde of people behind them. Yeah. So, like, you know, if he wanders into a forest and starts saying really stupid shit, like, uh, that sucks. Maybe let's take away his stuff, but let's not ban him. You yeah, know, let's keep him on there. Let's keep him on. But, um, you know, you still see weird things of like YouTubers who still exist and say really problematic, awful shit, but, and they still have huge fan bases. And obviously, they make money for them. So, there isn't a real impetus to, like, uh, take them off the platforms but so i think e- even on twitch right we've seen horror stories about like people stalking people on twitch and, and despite all the moderation efforts being made um twitch just being like nah, i don't know i guess we're trying um so i don't know it's it's a it's a lot of shit that we have to to grow out of i think a lot of it too is um people getting older hopefully maturing mm-hmm. and understanding what um, what news reporting is, what journalism really is, because it right. it, it's not what it used to be. It's not like, hey, pre-order now and get this thing. It's like, no, the, look at these labor the practices. Thing. Yeah, we're talking about the nitty gritty. We're gonna yeah. get down to it. Like, this, it, this is our job and our duty to right. do this. Like, if you really wanna talk about how, like, you know, games are art and games are the best shit around the world, like, I'm super passionate about games. I love games. That's why I do this. Like, people think I do this and like. You know, somehow I, I don't care about it. Like, mm-hmm. no, I've like literally dedicated my life to this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I care about it. But I also, we have to be responsible and we have to hold people accountable. And we have to like, you know, get, talk about the shit we don't want to really talk about. Like, I know you want to talk about the pre-order stuff and like be excited about like the new trailer. And like, can't we just all get excited about this thing? But also, no, there are like real life consequences to people staying every day late to work 
There's real life consequences to loot boxes and gambling. And, you know, there, there are things that we have to talk about, unfortunately. And also we have to criticize these things. Like movies get criticized, books get criticized, music gets criticized, um, or critiqued, you know, like right. it's, it's, it's criticism. It's, it's like I, and people also not understanding what criticism is. Like you can criticize something and still love it. Same thing with like even food. Yeah. Criticized. Like, right. They do it, but it, it's yeah it's this it's this weird like amalgamation i don't know if that's the word but it's like this all these different worlds it's like the the nerds are now have a voice mm. so they've been frustrated right and they feel like oh now i can get that shit out i'm saying yeah. everything that's ever happened to me right and it, most of that shit is bad shit yeah it's bullshit and i i think uh to piggyback what you were saying before i think you nailed it where like uh, to his question about like what do we have to change as the steps that we have to take in the culture I think is the responsibility these YouTubers have to know who they're fucking talking to they're talking to kids they're riling them up with their personalities they're doing all the shit that is you know badass and cool quote unquote but like you have to be responsible like yo sit down with your audience and be like look I know you see me doing this stuff but this is a character man like this is a character like yeah. yo. You you should try to be, try to think critically about shit. Try to. Yeah. I think that's the first step. Like trying and just having that responsibility, man. Like you you nailed it. I I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I, I think also like it's the, not just YouTubers. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, like, of it's it's the the culture itself mm. just needs to be take accountability and be responsible. I I think that can solve a lot of things like that. Self reflection. Like yo, how do I make this less icky? Mm-hmm. Like when I'm putting out a thing, how do I make this less, less icky? Like, even we talk, we talk about self policing ourselves. Like, we're not the same people we were three years ago, and we're not going to be the same people we are today. Like in the future, so you have to keep critiquing. You have to keep looking at the tape yeah. and tweaking it. Yeah, like, like where could I have done a little bit better? There? I I still catch myself saying slightly problematic things, yeah. and I have to stop myself and say, hey, you know what? I think a large part of it too is to answer his 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 I guess larger question of like what steps can we do as a culture? Mm-hmm. I think the steps that we can take personally is to not fall into the trap of their tactics. Mm, so right. we, were t- we were talking about Wargroove and, and Into the Breach before, but shit sometimes can really be like a tactical mm-hmm. game. So if they bring up something that they co- like strategically want you to get riled up about, take a step back Look at the bigger picture. Stay Choose focused. Your battle. Yeah, stay focused because they're gonna they're gonna pick apart something you might have said or something that like some sort of weird thing that has nothing to do with the actual thing we were talking about to begin with. And that's sort of like a, a straight from the playbook of a lot of problematic groups that we've seen rise in this country the past few years, mm-hmm. right? So like, I think a part of it is staying focused, also not falling into the trap of you know getting into a fifty comment argument under a YouTube video that only a few people will see. And they'll get bigged up because they're getting upvoted by trolls that are just like them. Whereas people who have shit to do and lives and, and lead hopefully positive, healthy lives mm-hmm. aren't even going to see those comments or aren't even going to see the like to dislike ratio. They're going to see this video, say, oh, cool, and then move on with their lives. The same way I do. The same way I think you might. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I think the steps that we can take is support game makers, Twitch streamers, YouTubers, Content creators in general, uh, podcasts, podcasts, your favorite podcast, the optional podcast, (laughs) 
support groups out there who are doing positive things right and who are trying to have weird conversations about things that we might not yeah, want to talk about shit like comfortable they're shit. just talking it out trying to figure it out like working it out is part of the process right? right right you may not have the answers but i think it is it's worthwhile to go through the steps of being like yo why are we here right you know like we talk about this all the time with yeah. our like friend groups and all this stuff like just working it out you're not gonna have the answers and some of the shit you're saying is going to be problematic but to get to the point where we're growing and changing, we have to talk about that shit. And yeah. we have to talk about it responsibly, I think. Yeah. And, and you know, like if a, if a YouTuber says some stupid shit that you like, you have to kind of be okay to let them let them go. Like, mm-hmm. let them go because, you know, uh, that's just not cool. And also, like, don't be mad at people who liked those YouTubers. Right. Because when I was 16, when I was 15, I liked shit that wasn't the most mature wasn't the most sort of you know respectful things in the world and i eventually grew out of it hopefully you would you would like to think that these kids one day will grow up and be like "Ugh, i used to like so and so like that that that, i'm glad i grew out of that and you know those people for now will continue to make money but you have to hope in your heart of hearts that again I, i always live by the creed of like always assume good intent you know like no one's intentionally trying to you would hope right people fuck up to keep that in mind too right right and like i said just support people who are actually doing doing well but also doing good trying to actively do good but you know yeah just just try not to also get you know uh, stuck and, and trapped in the bullshit either like yeah don't get bogged down in that yeah, shit yeah word word because there's there's so much there's so much good content out there and and they're not popular you know like it, like I always think about that like even some of my own projects I'm like it's not popular but I'm proud of it for sure and it's not har- it's not harmful it's not toxic and we're trying to have these mature dis- discussions and, and yeah I'll, I'll get called names and stuff in the comments and shit can really get to you over time yeah for but sure. for your favorite youtubers out there your your favorite twitch streamers podcasters journalists especially um send them some positive vibes every once in a while because we trust me we get so much bullshit especially like in our dms and our mentions um and sometimes it's hard to avoid but if you can every once in a blue say and we always mention them on the show like every once in a while we get a nice email we get a nice tweet send that to your favorite uh, you know, and also spread the word when someone says, "Hey, I need a good podcast." That shit tag your favorite fills podcast. the tank, yo. Like one comment yeah. will do the. That'll be the the bastion, yeah. Of like, yo, that relief, man. Like, oh shit, I'm not, I'm not bugging, I'm not crazy, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not wrong, and I, I should continue doing what I'm doing because I just want to, you know, make someone feel good, and they they're they're reciprocating that. And it's good. It's good when you see like positive groups doing well too, right? And they might not always be the best in terms of like their i guess their quote-unquote journalistic standards but like i love you know certain youtubers certain groups out there like the the kind of funny guys i think are doing great things i mean i still watch dashy on occasion Um, hopefully he never slips up he has some problematic language but it's kind of comes with the territory as a what is it like i I don't think it's again it's it's that positive intent thing where it's like yo he's not doing malicious right right you know so like, but even like kind of funny stuff. Like, yeah, there's mad, good, there's good shit out there, and you're not gonna see the thing. Even if you get a million bad like the uh, dislikes, that's not real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that shit's not. That's not the real shit. Bro. Like, yeah, especially like people who get real gassed about 
Twitter follower accounts. Did you see that? Or like subscriber numbers. Like that shit don't mean a damn thing to me. So they have this thing on YouTube. It was like a YouTube. Uh, they looked at the year of 2018. Yeah. It's like the most disliked video on the thing. and they just The said, rewind thing? Yeah. But yeah. they have such shitty comments. Yeah. I'm like, yo, these people are just trying to make their money and do their thing and bring, yeah. you know, do some fun corny shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not for me. But why would I go in there and say some really hateful shit? That's the thing is like, because those people. So I, I have like my own personal theory again, yeah. not backed up by any real science, <laughs> but like uh, or hypothesis I should say, because theories are actually like have fucking yeah. evidence. So my hypothesis is that like I think those people just want to be heard. Of like, course, the, the same way with these like review bombers and stuff, and even sometimes people put nasty comments on my posts or my videos. And sometimes I'll respond and I go, "Hey man, like this is what I was trying to say," and they'll they'll kind of be taken aback, like, "Oh, you know what? I'm sorry," because they're so used to not being answered and, and not and just being ignored. Right, yeah. Um, and that's not to say that like they're angels and they should be forgiven, No, but I think a lot of it just boils down to the people who like your stuff or even if they don't like it and they want to move on cause they're sort of like, again, they have better things to do with their lives. Exactly. Um, they're not going to be the ones going into your comments and attacking you and calling you shit. It's just like people who think that they're, they've attained this higher form of humor that we somehow don't understand like no we get it it's just annoying nice. and like that's what we're trying to point it's, out is like good. I, I always i have this really funny like image saved on my on my camera roll or my my downloads it's like this little kid with like spiked fucking uh guy fieri hair and it's like he has like a bowling shirt on or whatever and it's like hell yeah motherfucker so edgy like <laughs> that's how, that's who i see that's who i see in my head every time i see these like comments right. of people calling you you know whatever yeah um so yeah just just support positive shit put positive i mean Hey, just spread that love. Continue to spread the love because it's out there and the positive stuff is out there. It's just, it's not hard to find. Like, if you like our show, check out the Spawn on Me guys. If you like our show, check out, there There are so many like groups on Twitch and so many people on YouTube that like, it's there. The community's there. Yeah. You just have to be willing to check find Check out it. the Waypoint stuff. Waypoint is great. Really fucking, Austin Morgan from Waypoint, he's low-key a genius. Hell yeah. Um, he's great. Uh, I just started like listening to him a lot more than I used to before, but... They do. They're doing really good shit, and they they talk about thinking critically, yeah, and like thinking responsibly. Like, like I'm like, holy crap! It's, it's like it's <laughs> I like, gotta step my shit. I up. know it's like big boy conversations, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like really well thought out mm-hmm. and, and really well like researched and like you know even uh, the DLC podcast Jeff Kanata, yeah, for sure. Like th- there's like really good shit out there, and you don't have to necessarily just go to the main hubs of of whatever. Yeah, you don't. Also, like we did a few years back, take stock of the shit you are listening to and watching, and just see like. Hey, is there something I I kind of want? Like, is there, is there something missing? Like, maybe I want a Polygon show where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, uh, a, a show hosted by women. Check that show out. Maybe I want to check out another show of like, you know, another show by hosted by people of color. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to listen to a show by people abroad. Like, expand what you're listening to, what you're reading, especially what you're reading, what you're watching. Um, you sort of get out of that algorithm bullshit and also like galvanize those communities that you are engaging with like if you're a consumer definitely like dive in and get in that chat and spread that that good shit man yeah that yeah. shit helps man yeah it word. really does like, word yeah uh, um all Look, right cool yeah that was the answer yeah we solved it <laughs> we solved it <laughs> uh our second question comes in from ben it's a voice message and here it is hey what's up guys my name is ben i love the podcast and i had a question for you guys uh if you had to choose between only playing games that have already been released or only playing games that are yet to be released, which one would you choose? 
Personally, I think I would choose new games just so I could see what developers bring to the table in upcoming years. Uh, but I think it's an interesting question. Uh, thanks. Love of the podcast. Dope. Yes. Pretty solid question. Pretty solid question. And thank you for answering it yourself. Yeah, if you send a question, answer your question. Yeah, because we want to know we what your know answer what is. Um, um, what's your answer? Uh, I like to play it safe, man. Before, I think I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I don't. I don't need. I don't need to know. <laughs> so so here, here's my thing. Here's my reasoning. I don't need Shinmu three, bitch. <laughs> I have Breath of the Wild. I'm good for life. Um. Yeah, so my reasoning is I my backlog is already right? crazy. I was going to say that. Like, can we just, like, pause <laughs> development on all games for, like, six months? Let me catch up. And then, you know, let me beat Assassin's Creed. Let me beat the epilogue of Red Dead. Yeah. Let me beat, uh, what else is there? There's so many There's games, so much shit so that you games. haven't gone through. And I'm, I'm going system by system, going backwards, man. Yeah. One day. Because, I mean, like, presumably I'm uh, my, my rationale also is, like, you're – are we only talking about games that have been announced? Because like, or, or are we like somehow imagining that like, okay, yeah, the next Zelda is in this too? Because mm. if that's the case, I don't know. Maybe I want to play the wins that haven't come out yet. Nah, there's too many variables for the future, man. I know. <laughs> Breath of the Wild is too perfect. It's too pure. I'm okay. We can just stop now. Yeah. Let's just, you know what, Anthem? We don't need Anthem. I'm Let's good. just stop right now. I'm Gucci. Yeah. I got the demo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play the demo word. over and over and over. Good, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I'm in the same boat. That's I a have fun to go. Question, yeah, word. Thank you for that, Ben. Appreciate that. Um, all right, cool. Jumping into feeling it. Feeling is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Uh I can kick mine off. Yeah, go for it. I had a hard time thinking about this week because I didn't really do a lot. Um Me neither. Shit. But I just thought about mine right now. Mine um mine is something that I've been listening to on and off over the past couple of weeks. I think it came out very recently, but is Big Crit's new album. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, it's Big K R I T. Uh, his new album TDT. It's like it's like a small selection of songs, but uh, I love Big Crit. I've always like been a, been a pretty big fan of his. Um, it's a really cool, uh, really well produced short selection of songs that I think uh, all sort of hold up on their own, stand up on their own. So um, yeah, check that out. It's just a really short listen. If you're into hip hop, check it out. If you're not, maybe check it out anyway. Uh, you you never know. If you're listening to the show and you don't like hip hop. That's weird. Maybe get into it. <laughs> yeah, you should check it out. Hip hop's <laughs> fun. It's great. Uh, there's a lot to it. Um, mine is uh, kind of in the same vein. Uh, I'm pick music as well. Uh, this has actually been in mind for a while, but I haven't mentioned it here. But uh, there's a uh, R&B artist called Lucky Day, and it's Ooh. Lucky spelled Lucky, and then Day D A Y E. Um, and uh, his EP is called I, like the letter I. Um, and it's really good, smooth shit jazzy kind of classic-y R&B. Um, and he just has a really nice voice. Really smooth dude. Um, it, it's it's worth it checking out. It's only five songs. It's great. Nice. Yeah, short check it out. short, short. Little selections for us yeah, this week. Yeah, it's great, man. I, you know, I don't know. I just It's definitely in my rotation heavy. Nice. Uh, he has a really good song on there. It's th- probably the standout song uh, called Roll Some Mo. Okay. And it's just really cool. Really nice. cool. He Dope. has like, yeah. I'm, def- uh-huh. I'm definitely gonna, yeah. Your last few like music selections have all have all been like fire. Definitely Boy, all my out. music selections are good. Eh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get heavy. Okay, so. yeah, yeah, relax. Um, all right, cool. So that's that's it for the show. Before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, you can catch me at Twitter. 
on Twitter. Okay. Sorry. There you go. At <laughs> Cappy Can't Lose. That's C A P I C A N T L O S E. And on Instagram, if you want, you can look at my pictures. Nice. Where uh, sometimes I do the live things. Oh, not live do you? things. Um, oh, let's say. What do you call the stories? Stories. I do yeah. stories. Yeah. I live kind of freaks me out. Ah, it's kind of like live. Live is like, hey, find me here. <laughs> Come kill me. <laughs> Come punch me in my throat. <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram. I've actually been shooting a little more on Instagram, so oh, check that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both have the same handle, Polymayo, P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O. Also, you can, I've been thinking about wanting to stream again, so I might want to stream something soon. If you if you guys want to see me play Tetris, I know people like watching me play Tetris. Uh, yeah, maybe that. I'll do that. But um, let me know. Either way, hit me up on Twitter, follow me, um, because uh, follower counts don't mean a thing, and who cares? But Damn. if you like my stuff... <laughs> follow me uh anyway thank you so much for listening this week if you have any questions or comments send them to questions at the-optional.com we'd love to hear from you uh please make sure to subscribe on itunes google play stitcher anchor and spotify if you could take a minute to rate and review the show on itunes though specifically that really helps us spread the word if you like the show and also want to give us a little additional support uh please check out our profile on anchor and click the little supporter button pop that button hit that button where you can donate to help us keep these lights on because, you know, right now we only it's have two on at the moment. It's a little dim here. We need more light bulbs. We need lo- yeah, the, the light bulbs are not cheap. And batteries for Paul's thing. <laughs> yeah, please. If you want to hear more sound effects, <laughs> yeah. uh, please let us know. Um, and our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show. Share it with your friends. As always, we're on Facebook and Twitter at The Optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You Shout can find him. Show, oh my God. show him some love on Twitter. Uh, at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone, peace. Stole my whole fucking flow.